Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Big Ten West will be gone next year anyway, so... Um, I, I literally, I, I was a young coach because, you know, I don't want you guys to think I'm always just like coach speak. I was a young coach, head coach at Temple, and I sat down at a table at the, at the retreat with you know, all the American conference coaches were there. George O'Leary, who I looked a lot, really looked up to, was there, and UCF was rolling at the time, and he was going to become the AD. And I was like, yeah, coach, we play. I forget what year it was. I was like, man, we play Penn State, but then we got Cincinnati. And he, and he was like, Maddie, Maddie. And he's like, just – play them one at a time and, and you hear that but the teams I thought were gonna be really good that year actually were pretty down and the teams I thought were gonna be down that year were really pretty good and so um, I think we face good teams each week <laughs> I think it's a battle each week you know I just think there's always the narrative out there like people watch the Iowa Wisconsin game and say it's a bad football game or it's an ugly football game I think it's a beautiful defensive football game and um, you know I see a lot of I see a lot of teams that scored a lot of points early in the season in, in games this weekend, not quite scores quite as many points as the year gets on and people catch up and it gets a little colder. So, you know, I was on its way to having another great year. Um, and people are making a big deal about how many points they score. They're scoring one more than their opponent most games. So, I think the big, you know, I don't know anything about the Big Ten West other than I'm facing each one each, each year. And after the year, I'll probably have a better feel for, you know, kind of who everyone is. And then we'll shuffle it up and we'll be going to the West Coast and <laughs> I'll do my best to figure that out. Still not beautiful, Manny. Nope, still not great football. Welcome back. Heard at Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities as well. I'm Robin Lula. That's Andrew Rogers. As we continue our Heard at Sports Radio AMA, we are brought to you by Warhorse Sportsbook. It is the best place in Nebraska to place your sports bets. It's the only place. Kiosks, they've got your uh, sportsbook tellers. You can build your bets on the app. You got to go place them in person. Mm-hmm. You can build them on the app, scan a QR code, and just place your wager right there. Avoid the slot machines when you uh, <laughs> find your way there. Sometimes the slot machines will get you. They, they just suck you in. Shane knows a, from personal experience. They got a tractor beam. Uh, that's the Warhorse Sportsbook. No bets, no glory. All right. So I know you want to get back to your, uh, your Q&A here, but real quick, based on that, clip that we had from rule is big 10 west football beautiful no uh no it's it's completely different though because like big in 10 general. west football has always been 
built like this, built on running the football and down somebody's throat, built Coach on Rule good defense. Wants to get back to. But it's it, it's still not beautiful by any means. Well, it's it's just it's it's the identity of the Big Ten. And listen, I don't have a problem. Like I think Michigan plays beautiful football. At Big Ten East. Yeah, but they're kind of a Big Ten West style. They just do it at a really high level. Like line play, defense, running, and then they sprinkle in a more dynamic quarterback than anybody in the Big Ten West has, right? That kind of elevates them from being really solid to being a national title contender. But it's really a Big Ten West style team just at the highest possible level. So it's not the style that I have a problem with. It's the fact that Iowa's totally inept on offense, okay? Like, it's that's not beautiful football. They are bad on offense, Wisconsin has really struggled at times on offense, especially after Tanner Mordecai went out, and it's not like he was lighting the world on fire this year either. Um, so I don't have a problem with the defensive running game. Like, mm. you know, I that's what Nebraska was built on when they won their national titles, and I get it looked different because the option and things like that. But So I don't have a problem with that style as long as you're executing it at a really high level. That's the difference to me right now is Iowa-Wisconsin, they're not executing that style at a high level. They're just executing yeah, it at slightly better level than their opponent right now. See, I don't know if I can even say that Michigan is what every other Big Ten West team could be if they were executing at a high level. Well, they have more talent. But for one, yes, for sure. But I don't know if I can sit back and and say that that's that's what I would see if Iowa was really good, if Wisconsin was really good, if Nebraska was really good. Because I think it's just – I think it's a little different. And, you know, it's wishful wishful thinking to want to be that. Sure. But I don't know if all Big Ten West football would look like Michigan – if they had the talent that Michigan has. Well, I, probably I don't, not because Harbaugh's a better coach than a lot of those guys. Sure. But, I mean, but it, it's all different like that. Yeah. And But I just mean I, I'm, trying, I, I just try, I'm just trying to wrap my head around that style, though, because, yes, that is the goal. Mm-hmm. The goal is to look like Michigan. I just don't know if, if teams would actually look like Michigan if they – if they had the talent that Michigan had. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to coaching at that point. I just mean purely stylistically. Michigan is the highest form that we have right now of the defense running the football uh, as your base for – and honestly, it's kind of what – th- Oregon will do a great job Oregon, of that when they come next year. Oregon does a great job of it. Their, their base is really running the football, line play, and defense. Now, Bucky um, Irving is – I mean, he's so versatile and – won't be on that team next right. year. Yeah. So Neither will Bo Nix. Right. And, and so you know, who knows what the carryover effect You're going to have some turnover there. But honestly, before Lane Kiffin went to Alabama, this is what Alabama was. They looked a lot more like Michigan than they do now, right? They looked way more defense first, line play first, functional quarterback play, and running a ton of football. I mean, you're talking about your Mark Ingrams, mm-hmm. your Derrick Henrys, those guys, and your TJ Yeldons, like those guys that were kind of these – those were the stars of the offense, not the quarterback. I mean, you had your – uh, uh, what was the guy's name? McElroy, Greg McElroy, mm-hmm. guys like that kind of running the offense. Those guys weren't special quarterbacks. Those were your Cade McNamara versions of quarterback like Michigan had. So I think there is a way where that can be beautiful football, but it's really hard to attain. Like it's not an easy goal. Yeah, beautiful football just at the end of the day is is clean. Yeah, just well executed. It's, it's just clean. And if you, if you play really good defense, like Penn State right now, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk to Gross because yeah. – I mean that—that's a beautiful football Absolutely. team. Absolutely, all around. They're yes. number one in total defense. Um, They—they they air the ball out a lo- very, very well. Aller is perfect on the season. 
away from the turnover category. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have a good running attack, too. It, it's, it's not like a, wow, they have a guy that's already ran for 800 yards. Yeah. But they have a good running attack. Yeah. But they just do a really good job of dominating op- opponents, whether they're good or inferior. Mm-hmm. Like, they haven't played a ranked team yet, and I get that. But... Uh, we'll find out about them. There, there is that. Let's get into this before you know we run out of time here because I keep uh, <laughs> I keep just rambling on. I got a question for you because it's my turn, right? Yep. To ask. So Steve Smith called Jerry Judy a jag, just another guy mm-hmm. over the weekend, not a star. Yep. Any sport, Robbie? Mm-hmm. Who is a jag to you? Ooh. So I assume we're going for kind of a hot take here, like somebody mm-hmm. everybody else looks at as uh, as a high profile guy. Um, I'm probably gonna go NBA here. I really feel um, – I'm trying to think. There's a couple guys that come to mind. I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go Paul George. Okay. Because, like, yes, he puts up good numbers. Yes, he's a good athlete. Like, kind of like Jerry Judy. But on the teams that he's been the star of, they've never done anything. Like, they've never been special – I don't know that he's ever made it out of the second round of the playoffs as the best player on a team. Like, he's kind of just another dude to me. And um, pretty talented, maybe could mm-hmm. be better than he is, but as far as how his career's gone, just another guy. All right. What about you? Oh, man, a jag. I wish you wouldn't have turned it around on me. I'm so excited <laughs> to ask you this question because it's, it's such a loaded question. It is. It really is. And, and you can really look at it, uh, you know, a ton of different ways. Um, I will go – Hmm. Because I, I think of fantasy football here because sure. I draft a, like a lot of guys, yeah. um, and it's it's not much of a hot take. But I, you know, he was drafted in the first round. He was there to replace AJ Brown. Like Traylon Burks is a jag. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, like he's a unanimous jag though. He, yeah. He's not somebody that like is, is super not like a hot, hot take. take. Yeah. Um, if if I'm going for overall hot take. Oh, man, let me just climb down the league here, carry the two. <laughs> um, I catch hmm. a niner in there? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. You can see the smoke coming out of Andrew's ears here, Trent. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just kind of – I'm calculating, like, the AFC West. I say, I and then I'm going like to going the through. AFC South. Yeah. And then I'm going to the AFC North. Um, mm. It's a tough one. You know, Najee Harris is a jack. Oh, okay. Um I think that it's not overly hot, no. But it, but it's hot enough to be like, huh? I think people after I, after he started um, with with Pittsburgh, um, and he had a huge year. I think he ran like three hundred times or something like that. Um, you know, he he was super super talented. And then where has he gone? Yeah, well, because just, it hasn't been injuries. No, uh, just, he's still on the football field. Yeah, just he just isn't running the ball very well. No, and so right now I just look at him as a jag, somebody that was highly touted and um, showed that in year one. But you know, is it an offensive line problem? Is it a him problem? What is it? Yeah, uh, I just kind of look at him right now as a jag. He's somebody that was you fire him up in, in starting lineups. He's drafted and he, he's in the twenties to thirties when you draft him in fantasy football. Yeah. Yet he doesn't play like a twenty to thirties player. Yeah, no, that's fair. I I probably wouldn't have thought of him, but he uh, yeah, he probably qualifies. I, I don't I don't know how hot of a take that is, but it's a. I think it's a guy people think better of than his actual But, it, but is Najee Harris, like, 
compatible with Jerry Judy? Probably. Like, yeah, probably in the same neighborhood as Jerry Judy. I would think he may have a leg up on Jerry Judy. Yeah, I, I mean, I forget Jerry Judy exists, so that uh-huh. <laughs> until he until Steve Smith like said Sky this. Moore is a jag. Oh, for sure. An absolute jag. Ugh, maybe not even that. <laughs> uh, coming up next, we're going to talk to Jaguar. Mike Gross. He covers Penn State. We're going to get into this week's big game against Ohio State here on Herd Sports Radio.